Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. I'm your host, Scott Patton, and joining us as usual is my favorite co-host in the whole wide world, Mia St. Obey. Hey, Mia, how are you doing? I'm good, Scott. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. We had a huge storm on the West Coast, and I'd gone over to visit my uh, my mom uh, for the mm-hmm. weekend, and the ferries were canceled, so I had an extra day over there. So thank goodness that I can record podcasts from anywhere I've got an internet connection. And well, this is my excuse for saying why I overpack all the time, because you never know what's going to happen. So That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my mom's 80 years old. Mm-hmm. She looks about 60, and mm-hmm. she loves to do things. Like she curls, she plays bridge, she golfs. She just oh, wow. learned a new. She just started two new things. One was um, Tai Chi. She goes cool. to Tai Chi class, yeah, and she finds it uh, difficult, right? Because mm-hmm, you've got to, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to move the focus, the concentration, and uh, and the other thing is is called pickleball. Have you ever heard of that? Never heard of it. No. Nope. Me neither. And it's a combination of ping pong. And tennis, so uh, it's it's got a little bit different ball, and I guess it's got a it's got a racket, and the court size is a lot smaller. So for uh, people who don't want to run all over the court, you know, because maybe you're 80 years old and you could fall, uh, it's mm-hmm. great. And she she comes back from it, and she says, "Oh, my legs are stiff and my arms are stiff." And, no and way. I got a good workout, and and it's kind of interesting because you know here she is at eighty, just starting these two new sports, and she just loves it. That is so cool. Very cool. Yeah. It reminds me of this gentleman that I met too at the track one day. He's like comes up to me and he's he's been running for like the, for the duration of my entire workout and he's like I think he had just been diagnosed with cancer but then he tells me he's like yeah I'm turning uh, 79 or 80 or something and he's like I want I'm going to be running my first marathon and I'm like oh, okay wow. <laughs> you know I'm like geez you trying to show me up today so it's like he was there. Every day when I was trading and I was like, you know, no opportunity or, or time for me to complain about my workouts because this guy's kicking my butt. So. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> it, it is funny how uh, we can we can have opinions or judgments about the people around us when we don't really know anything. And as you know, I like yeah. to do hot yoga and, and yeah. uh, I, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm getting close. I'm closer to 60 than I am 40 and, and way closer to 60 than I am 18, unfortunately. And one of the, uh, one of the instructors after a class about three weeks ago pulled me aside and said, Scott, I go, what? She says, you know, I don't know if I should tell you this or not, but it was just so cute that I have to tell you. And I go, okay. He says, you know, beside you was this young guy. And I go, well, I didn't really notice him, no. Well, there was this young guy kind of beside you, maybe one behind you, and he was in, and he really wanted to work out hard at the yoga, been doing it for a long time, was really, really good, and he saw you, and he thought, ah, shoot, you know, I had this old bugger beside me, and he's just probably, you know, and he thought he's not going to get pushed. So one of the things I noticed that happens, I think probably it happens in all group activities, but for me, in yoga, I really noticed it. Like, I was in a class once, and there was this young guy, maybe 22, 23, and the first exercise, 
exercise is just putting your elbows above your head while you hold your hands underneath your chin, right? And breathing in, breathing out. And this mm-hmm. guy was there and he looked to me like, man, this guy is going to go and I'm going to have to keep up with him and it's going to be really tough. And after the first exercise, he laid on his back for the rest of the class. Oh, no way. And I just wanted to grab him by the scruff of the neck and say, stand up here and go. Come on. <laughs> you know, let's go. Because I just wanted to lay down, right? I thought, well, this guy's giving yeah. up. I guess it's too tough for me. Too. This is all, I think, subconscious going through my head, right? It was a really yeah, yeah. hard class. So uh, anyway, yeah. this guy's beside me, and he's thinking, oh, man, you know, I really wanted to give her this time, and this old bugger's beside me, and that guess that's that. And then he's so he... He, after the class, told the instructor this and then said, the guy kicked my ass. He says, I could barely keep up to him. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, says, he says, I really learned. Don't judge people. <laughs> that guy's exactly. Really yeah, so it was really fun. And yeah, really, honestly, uh, you never know. You never know. And I think it's really mm-hmm. important that we enjoy our exercise. Uh, well, you have to love it. You have to enjoy doing it because, I mean, things have cha- changed, times have changed. Like, we're not doing the same things we used to do when we were cavemen, like you and I have talked before. So you absolutely have to find something you love and that you enjoy doing because it's vital to our survival that we're exercising and that we're moving. Yes, that's really true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was thinking – this weekend, I got. I used to play softball for like eight years, ten years. I played an Elliott Lake Girls slow pitch, and uh, then you, once you graduated and you were too old, you got to old by meaning like high school. You got to move up to mixed slow pitch. So you literally like played against your teachers and like you know some like big men who can like, really hit the ball. And I pitched and uh, played first base for years. And when I came to Ottawa, I started running, more seriously started running track and field. And so all the other sports kind of fell to the wayside because I was training for one sport, specifically really trying to make it, you know? Yeah. So I got to play in a softball tournament this weekend, and I was, like, just elated. It was so much fun. It was gorgeous out. I got to make all these new friends. I got to hit again. I got to play first base again. I got to, like, play catcher. And I just... I knew how much I loved it, but it was almost like I forgot the feeling of, like, being outside and just being with some friends. And, like, it's so competitive because I like to win, but it's a whole other other level. And then so it was, like, my new goal right now is, like, you know what, I'm going to say yes to – because I always have friends that are like, can you sub tonight? Can you play volleyball with me tonight or whatever? So I was like, I'm just going to start going because I can now. You know, I'm I'm going to the gym all the time, and I have my program at the gym, but I'm not at the track for three hours a day. So so my girlfriend asked me if I wanted to play volleyball subbing for their team last night. So I went and played volleyball last night, and we won that game, and it was so fun. Like, all these sports that I used to play – and I mean, it's not like the hardest workout in the world. You know, I'm going to the gym, and then I go do that, but I just – it really, it got me thinking because I can imagine some people thinking, you know, I don't want to go to the gym all the time, you know, three days a week for the mm-hmm. rest of my life, like lifting weights. And like, I appreciate that. I love to do it, but not everyone loves to do what I do. So it got me thinking, like, it's so important to find the things that you love to do and go out and practice them. And there's, I mean, there's hundreds of things and activities that you can participate in, just like what your mom's doing. And it keeps you active and it keeps you – I think it's really important, too, to realize we're social animals. 
and some yeah, of us are yeah. more outgoing than others. But by taking up a sport, a group sport, a team sport, you're, mm-hmm. you've got that social activity going on that's really, really vital. And different yeah. than what we have like at work, right? Like yeah. oftentimes we work so hard and it's just like, like my dad, he, he, his name was Alexander. So at work they called him Alex. But mm-hmm. all his friends called him Sandy. So mm-hmm. he'd get a phone call and it'd be like, is Sandy there? He knew it was his friend. If he got, is, it yeah. Al- is Alex there? He knew it was a work call. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very, very sneaky. But, you know, sometimes all the people that we know are people that we work with as opposed to people that we're friends with. Yeah. Yeah, it's this, so true. This is a way to meet new people and uh, and. Uh, well, that's what my one girlfriend was saying. She like she 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 just plays every sport under the sun. Period. Like we were a lot of my girlfriends. We played varsity when we were in university, but this girlfriend just played everything, and so she's still doing that. And I told her it was like I was so excited and happy, and she's like, "See, she's like you're part of my world now." And I play these <laughs> sports, and I have tournaments, and you know they go up for beers after whatever, and meet all these friends and. It was just like a whole other world opened up for me, and I remember. I mean, I loved high school, and that was part of the reason why. So it was like, you know, duh, do the mm-hmm. things that you used to love to do. <laughs> right, and it gets you out of the house, right? Because yeah. people that have got the nine to five jobs, they get home, they have something to eat, they sit around, and get fat. I mean, that's yeah. you know. Whereas if you know that uh, Tuesday night is like, I, I'm learning ballroom dancing, so every Tuesday okay. night there's a lesson. And a buddy of mine goes, and my girlfriend goes, and and mm-hmm. uh, we we go, and we we know a lot of the people there now because it's a social event, right? And yeah. we're all and we're all learning how to do the dances, and some of them are you know way better than others, obviously, but uh, it's just a lot of fun, and it's you know it improves our balance, and mm-hmm. we do get mm-hmm. a bit sweaty, and afterwards there's a dance, and they play all sorts of different. Uh, you know, waltzes and foxtrots and all those sort of things. And I never learned any of that stuff growing up. Where, yeah, where, yeah. Where, I, where I grew up, it was polkas because we'd have these socials and they'd all be playing polka. So I know how to polka, but nobody on the West Coast polkas. <laughs> and I don't know that I would remember. It's been a few years either. But uh, I can remember whipping around the dance floor doing the polkas, but nobody ever did, you know, a waltz or a foxtrot or salsa or any of those things so of course i'm learning them all and i have two left feet which uh, i don't well i don't know how to do any of those dances <laughs> so you're one up on me <laughs> uh, well it's, it's a good music and it's lots of fun and there's a lot of people around and it's it's very uh, it's very enjoyable and uh, my girlfriend is can be very serious right like she mm-hmm, just gets mm-hmm. like right into it and she starts frowning and she's trying to remember the steps and i look at her and i say and she looks at me we're supposed to have fun <laughs> big <laughs> smile and just relaxes and, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and we have a lot of fun with it and it's oh uh, i think that's the best like it's you know and aside from everyone knows we're facing such a big problem right now but i remember re- writing an article recently about it too and it's like you really got to find something you love to do because everyone knows they need to take care of themselves everyone knows some people most people know they need to lose a little bit of weight and start actually eating better and moving so if you're trying to force yourself to i don't know i have a lot of clients that come to me and i want to run so why do you want to run well because it's going to get me in shape well do you like running no <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 
why would we take that? Like, running is torture for people that don't like it. Like, I, I know firsthand, you know, and I love it. I get it. It's a, it's a, a niche all on its own. So it's like, yeah. don't try and fit yourself into, you know, into a small hole that you can't fit into where you're trying to do all these different activities that you don't really want to do, but you know you need to take care of yourself. You're so much more inclined to actually succeed if, A, you're following something that's suited for you, and then you're doing something that you love. Yep, that's right. I used to run a lot when I was uh, in my teens and 20s, and I used to play a lot of tennis and a lot of squash, and it was very hard on my knees, the squash in particular. And Mm -hmm. so I ended up stopping running because I had – the doctor explained it this way. He says, you have the symptom of a knee disease without the knee disease. (laughs) And I go, what? He says, yeah. He says, like, you, you, you booked your appointment two weeks ago, right? And I go, yeah. He says, you haven't run or played squash in two weeks, right? I go, yeah. Your knees don't mm-hmm. hurt you now, do they? No. He says, that's it. You, when you stop starting like that and you're pounding mm-hmm. on your knees, it causes really bad pain. Like, I mean, I, if I did a squat, I could not pull, I yeah. could not get up, okay? That's how bad the pain was. It was wow. searing, yeah. So, I I changed. I thought, well, you know, I plan on living to 100, 110, 120. Mm-hmm. And if I have to be mm-hmm. in a wheelchair because I screwed up my knees, no thank you. Yeah. So I, that's yeah. why I hike and I walk and I bike because that there's no – and I do other sports that don't involve stopping and starting quickly because those yeah. are the yeah. things that really hurt my knees, right? And, yeah. and and I found other things that were fun, which I like you say is the important thing, right? Being aware Absolutely. of your body and making mm-hmm. sure you, making sure you uh, you don't do things that hurt you long term. And I I know too, right? Like I know there's a lot of people who started and were you know very committed to something and then they stop and then start something again and then they stop. I can't imagine how much more frustrating that would be and tough on your poor self-confidence like of stopping something every single time because you're trying to force yourself to do something that you don't love to do yes there are so many different types of weight weight loss programs out there in terms of like strength and conditioning programs different exercises things that you can enjoy doing i promise you can learn to love the gym and then do some other activities that you also enjoy instead of banging your head against the wall and doing things that you don't really like and then never reaching your goal because you give up because you hate it. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty rough, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. All right. So there you go, everybody. Head out, find something you like doing, try a bunch of different things. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll tell you something. The, The people that are doing this ballroom dancing, Yeah. Most of them are over. I would say everyone is over forty. That's not true, mm-hmm. actually. If there's fifty people in the room, there's there's four people under forty. Okay. Okay. Because there are a few younger younger people there, and they're actually the really they're the better dancers than the over forties. By the way, uh, we're just we're just trying to figure this thing out. But almost everybody that's been dancing for a while. So in other words, they know how to do the dances. Not like me, okay, who 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 who, who, who fakes it the whole time. Uh, but the people that know how to dance, and you look at them, you go, wow, like they're really good. The other thing I can tell you about them all is they are in awesome shape. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I look at those ladies, I look bet. at those guys, and I go, holy smokes, like, are they ever in good shape? And, you, and they, yeah. they really are. Like, you can tell the way they hold themselves and, and everything, they're in good shape. So 
you know, there's all sorts of exercises or, or activities you can do that will give you really good exercise. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And then, you know, and then you go home and you eat well, right? Like, it's the whole package. That's right. So when you go home and you eat well, there's a lot of women that have decided that they like to have a quick fix to their weight loss issues. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. use laxatives. And mm-hmm. there, was a, ooh, there was a study uh, and it was uh, published. Well, the article the, uh, made the news in the Daily Mail in the UK. And the mm-hmm. headline was half of women dieters admit using laxatives for quick fix weight loss at least once, despite knowing it's bad for their health. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. That's and scary. That, those kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> really, really scary. So uh, there were. So basically what happened was they interviewed uh, 1,911 women over 18 in the UK, uh, and it was conducted by an online pharmacist. And mm-hmm. they found that uh, uh, over f- over half of them had used laxatives, and that a lot of them, 71%, claimed to regularly turn to, quote, weird weight loss techniques, unquote. More mm-hmm. than a third said they tried a liquid diet where they consumed only liquids. Uh, 26% said they replaced normal meals with bowls of cereal. 30% said they tried body wraps. Mm-hmm. Uh, a quarter admitted to eating baby food instead of real meals. Uh, a crafty 18% had tried tricking themselves into eating smaller portions by buying smaller plates. I think that's actually a really good idea. Uh, have a smaller plate. It gets yeah. full and you eat it and, and you're good. Whereas if you have a big plate, then you think you need to fill it up, right? Yeah, yeah. they had purposely eaten foods they knew would make them ill in a bid to induce vomit or diarrhea. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 52% uh, of the women taking part in this survey admitted that they would try a weight loss technique that piqued their interest, even if it was outlined that it may negatively impact their health. So, like... There's something going on here with it's not it's not just to to want to lose weight to the point where I don't care if I get sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's wrong. Yep. yep. And that's my whole mission with my online coaching program is to help in particular women because that's who I would attract because I'm a woman. But um, teaching them like using it like a course, teaching them how to take care of their bodies, doing things that they love to learn to love themselves even more so that you don't want to go do things like that. Like it scares me to hear things like that. And, and it's tough because if you have to lose weight today and age, most people do, most people don't even know where to start. There's so much stuff out there. And yes. at the end of the day, it really isn't rocket science. And, you know, because a lot of these women don't want to do the two hour workouts or, you know, these different classes that they don't love. So then they want to do quote unquote quick fix. And at the end of the day, and I think most people know deep down that this stuff is not going to work because it's just a band-aid or it's going to make you sick, but it's not actually solving the problem. Yep. That's right. That's right. So the top 10 weight loss techniques were number one, laxatives. Number two was fasting. Number three was the cabbage soup diet, which I, I know uh, a friend of mine that's uh, actually she lost 252 pounds and we were 
in the last three years and we were talking and, and she had heard, she mentioned that diet. She didn't use it, but so I've heard of that diet before, but otherwise I would say cabbage soup diet and then mm-hmm. liquid diets was number four, body wraps, number five, cereal diets, number six, baby food diet, number seven, raw food diet, number eight, which actually I would think would, if you did it right, would be okay. Cause mm-hmm. a bunch of raw food people that look mm-hmm. great. Small crockery, which I think also, which is weird that that would be under a weird weight loss technique because to me, yeah, smaller portions, why not, right? If you're, yeah, and I mean, it depends on what you're currently doing for sure, but for majority of people, yeah. But on the flip side, too, it's, it's eating food, period. Most people don't eat breakfast. They, you know, they starve right. themselves at night because they think that that's going to help them lose weight. Like, I just feel like saying, like, clean your slate. Don't look at anything else that's out there. Find someone that can teach you how to exercise properly with a proper program and then go out and find activities that you love to do and be patient because it's going to take a learning curve. If you're someone that's going and you're thinking of searching for solutions like you were just speaking of, um, you have to take a step back and understand that, that's not going to be the solution and to take some time to learn. If, if that's where you are, you're going to need to educate yourself and that will take time. So going and understanding how to actually take care of your body and it's like taking a course. That's right. That's right. And it, you can shortcut the whole process just like we go to school and we have teachers teach us math and English and history and science and all that sort of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We learn a lot quicker when we have somebody that can teach us. And yeah. one of my favorite people for doing that, of course, is you. Yes. <laughs> so, well, thank you. How can somebody find out more about you or get in touch with you if they want to know, you know, what they should be doing? You can actually contact me personally. Uh, my website is www.miasankfulbain.com. So it's M-I-A-S-T-A-U-B-I-N.com. Send me a private message, and I, I'm the one that chats with you back and forth. And if it's training that you're looking for or uh, nutritional guidance, I can teach you all about that. You can also download my app if you search under iTunes or Device South. You'll see my face there, and then you'll be able to connect to all my online videos, uh, newsletter, the podcast that we do every week, tons of free resources to help you take uh, your educational, your course to be able to teach you how to take care of your body. And, and just so everyone knows out there too, Scott, like that is exactly my mission to help empower women and to teach them how to take care of their bodies so that they can go and do the same thing to their, with their families and then empower them to want to go after their goals and their dreams because they feel good and they're healthy. So that's kind of my whole mission. If that's something that, you know, piques your interest, get in touch with me and I'd love to help. Awesome. Thanks. I, I think it would be, uh, you know, great for everybody to get a hold of you, me, and, and get started because I know you make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. Thanks, Scott. All right, everybody, we've come to the end of our show today, sadly, but we want you to get out there and play some softball, play some football, play some baseball, play some hockey, uh, run around the block, get some friends. Actually, running clubs are big. I mean, I see all these people running around. At big. Different- different times right yeah uh, or volleyball or go you know swimming i mean there's just <laughs> so many things that you can be doing and uh, they don't all cost a arm and a leg although you know skiing is one i'm getting ready to start in a, about a month when the snow hits the mountains uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not a cheap sport but once you got all your equipment it's not so bad and, yeah that's true you treat yourself 
It's right. That's right. And do it long term. Like, and it's great. So get out there, everybody, and give uh, me a shout if you need some help. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.